Hi, brave souls. Welcome to the Brave Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Chantel Hampton, and this is your boost of empowerment. This week, I have a great, good friend of mine, great, good friend of mine and sister, uh, Gina Sawyer, on to talk about the process of being brave enough to move forward after grieving the loss of a parent. Um, We both went through a traumatic experience of losing a a parent. Um, Her, she lost her mom and I lost my father. Um, Within the past two, three years, um, she lost her mom last December. My dad was in 2019 of January. Um, And with all that's going on, and I talk about this in the podcast, but so many of us are dealing with the, the, the painful experience of loss. Um, whether it be a spouse, a friend, a loved one, a loved one of a friend, it's just all around us and we need to hold each other up and we need to know how we can move forward and get through this and what's coming after this. And, um, grieving is not easy and it really, really is a process. And the more we know that we can talk about it and encourage each other, the better off we are in the long run. So... Hey, Gina. Ah. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, joining in to this conversation yeah. today. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm uh, so excited to be here. <laughs> oh, gosh. She's so animated. But um, <laughs> y'all, this is my dear friend and sister, Gina Carrie Sawyer. And um, Gina is a an amazing woman um, of faith and of business. She um, is a former talent agent for dancers. She worked with tons of dancers that we see on tours and behind some of your favorite artists. Um, But she since has moved on and has been just a straight up entrepreneur. Um, Started a, a boutique uh, two years ago called All Sizes Boutique. And I'll let her talk about that a little bit more. And she's also, she's a hustler. She's also um, makes wigs and- um, <laughs> Made this <one> girl. <laughs> <laughs> and um, supplies them to women that need them. So, um, but apart from her being such an amazing entrepreneur and go-getter, Um, she and I both have gone through something that I don't think either one of us had anticipated that we'd ever go through, um, at this age, um, especially in this phase of our lives. And with all that's going on in the world today, just with the millions of people leaving this earth, um, through the coronavirus and through other factors, it's not just COVID that are, that is taking people out of this world it's so many different things but um we we wanted to talk about the the beautiful life after or throughout moving through grief um how to move forward um in life when you're dealing with grief and um, we talk about it a lot. We talk about the you know the seven stages of grief and all the things you go through I believe it's seven right I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. But like the stages of grief and you read about it, you hear about it, but until you're faced with it and you go through it, it's like, what the heck am I doing? Yeah. So um, (laughs) I know for myself, I lost my dad in 2019 and Gina, um, can you tell me what 
who did you lose? And oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to do this without crying because when you started talking, I started tearing up already because it's, it's only okay. been it's only been like what six months. But I lost my mom, and um, she died of breast cancer. Um, she actually, my dad, when I was talking to him the other day. Um, he had told me she actually had the worst type of breast cancer, and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but um, there's a particular one that not too many women get, and um, it doesn't matter how many chemo treatments or whatnot, it's just bound to metastasize and take you out. Um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, I want to say March, I think it was like February or March of 2020, and she died December 30th of last year. It was two days before New Year's. Um, and it was something that I did not expect because honestly, um, it, the doctors were saying she was fine and then she wasn't. And, um, next thing we know, like her health just declined very quickly. And it honestly wasn't until after she had gotten the chemotherapy treatments. Um, that's a whole nother, yeah. a whole nother thing, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a whole nother sermon, but she um she died pretty quickly and that's something that we honestly did not expect to happen um you know i you know of course your parents with your parents you have your ups and downs but i love my mom to the ends of the earth and um it was definitely something that it was really hard to deal with and i always say um, it's a pain that I don't wish on anyone, um, specifically when losing a mom. I know you lost your dad, right. but it's a feeling of when you lose your mom because this is the person that birthed you, right? So it's like literally when you die, when they die, you feel like you're dying inside. I can't really describe the feeling, but it's like you feel sick. You feel like you're about to throw up. And I was boarding the plane to Puerto Rico on the day that she had passed. And really when I was boarding the plane, I found out that's when, you know, they had pronounced her dead. So um, I felt like this pain in my side, like I was getting ready to throw up and I didn't feel well, but I knew when I found out like that's the time that she died is when it was like this, it's it, like you're being not attached to her anymore. This yeah. is the per person that, carried you in your room that breastfed you like did all of this stuff and now the person is gone you know what I'm saying so it's definitely something difficult to deal with but there's definitely life after grief yeah, but, yeah. oh my gosh man it, there really really is I remember the day that you um I remember the day you called me and told me that she was diagnosed um yeah. And I just remember then just like praying and just like, okay, God, whatever your plan is and will is in this situation, yeah, um, brace the family for it. Because as Gina mentioned, I just went through it, you know, like, yeah. like, and I know what it's like almost there was a numbness and my dad and I were so, so close, like yeah. friends, like we talked all the time every day multiple times a day like best friends <laughs> I know yeah I remember that <laughs> at, at the hit and so um so I can I I can relate to the fact of just the the feeling of something being ripped from you um yeah. but like I said just the bracing of yourself do you feel as though you were able to brace yourself at all or was there no kind of 
Like, I I feel like I was when she was getting ready to pass. Yeah. Um, it was when she was in the hospital and I had to advocate for her. It was during Christmas and Christmas was held last year. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Um, so I had to fly home. And literally it was the Holy Spirit that told me to fly home because I didn't plan on coming home for Christmas. And my dad kept telling me, no, you don't, you can stay, you stay there. And I was like, no, dad, I feel like in my heart, the Lord is telling me to go home. So I ended up um, going home and I had to advocate for her in the hospital because um, this is another thing, you know, when it comes to African-Americans and in the healthcare system, especially if they're a woman, they don't really care for them for real. So I had to pretty much end up cussing the doctors out, doing all this stuff Girl, that's in order any, for them. That's anybody. Oof. Lost <laughs> it, okay? Um, yes. Because they were going to send my mother home to die. She wasn't getting any oxygen. They was going to send her home with no oxygen tank. It was a whole thing. And that very moment, the last thing she had told me was, Gina, the stuff that they're putting in my body is killing me and it's not good. So just make sure that this never happens to you. That's the last thing she told me. Wow. And I knew right then and there, I was like, she's not going to make it. Like I knew it. So at that time I was like able to, I went home and I cried my little eyes. out. I was depressed for like that entire, Ooh, okay. It's okay. I was, oh man. I was depressed that entire Christmas because to see her in that pain and knowing like these people don't really care about her. They're not trying to do anything. And it's another thing when your mom is a believer and you question God, like, why is she going out like this? You know what I'm saying? Like we're supposed to, you know, live long, prosperous lives. But at that moment, the Holy Spirit just comforted me and said, Gina, it's her choice Mm -hmm. if she wants to go or not. Mm -hmm. And when he told me that, that was the one thing that calmed my spirit down. And I went and I went back to the hospital the next day because there was only a certain time we could stay over there. And I asked, I said, mom, do you want to live? All she kept saying is I want to go home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, lady, you ain't answering my question. Like I didn't ask you that, but <laughs> she, she uh, went home. You're right. She kept saying I wanted to go home, but then it was like, she didn't want to go to her physical home. She wanted to go to her heavenly home because she just didn't want to deal with it anymore. And then my grandmother had passed away a year before she had died. And then we had lost our, um, her first niece, she lost her to suicide and, um, which is my first cousin. And, um, that was something that, you know, she was just kind of like, you know, I'm ready to go home. I want to see them. And she was really close to them. So when the Holy Spirit told me that it comforted me so that I was able to brace myself then like, yeah, yeah. okay, Gina, this is reality. You're going to, this is something you're going to have to deal with. You can't run away from it. You're just going to have to brace. So when he told me that I felt comforted, like, okay, well, God, it's her choice. I can't make her right. stay here. And then on another hand, I don't want to be selfish. You know right. what I'm saying? Cause it's like, if she doesn't want to be here anymore, I, there's not as much praying as I can do to get her to stay here. You know, right. life is based on choices and it was her choice to go. So yeah, that was something that helped me brace. So, yeah. Wow. No, that is mm-hmm. so real. And I can mm-hmm. totally relate to that. Um, wow. It's a, um, it's an amazing thing. And even as you said, just even as believers, like yeah, there is a, it's a tug of war sometimes with this whole thing. It's not, it's like, God, I know you can deliver them from this. Like, I know, mm-hmm. I know that I know it, 
Um, but really it is a choice. God gives us a choice. Um, and, yeah. and, um, and it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause I, I remember just in a similar way, that's the same way. Like I braced myself with my dad. Yeah. It was almost like, it wasn't like I was given up on praying. I could see it in his heart. I could see it in his eyes and I could feel yeah. from him that he was tired. Yeah. Um, he was exhausted. And it's like what Sophia said in the color purple, all my life I had to fight. Like, yeah, literally all his life. And um, he was tired and the health yeah. thing, it, it's just, that's a rough thing to go through when you feel like you can't really do anything for yourself that you're used to doing. And you feel like, well, what the heck? Like, I, if I am going to live, I don't want to live like this, like this that is hard. not living. Um, and, and I remember sitting in the hospital room, it's, it was in room 555. And that was really significant to me because it's mm. grace. Um, wow. It's like grace upon grace upon grace. And I remember sitting in that room and my dad was in that room. He had been in and out of the hospital, but they kept sending him to room 555. Um, wow. And I remember sitting there and the day that it hit me this in a similar way without initially asking him um I sat there and I, I looked at him and I felt the Lord say he wants to be here and, mm-hmm. and um and I saw like it was a weird thing it was almost like a open vision or I saw two of I saw two of my dad I saw the one that was laying in the hospital bed but then I saw his like spirit man that was literally like dressed in kingly attire wow like looking over him and I saw who he was in heaven and I said daddy I see who you are for real for real wow if you want to go I understand and I had to convince my mom <laughs> because my mom yeah. was a warrior. My mom was like, no, we ain't going out. Like she was like, my like daddy yeah, give yeah. It not give up, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my dad told my mom, what makes you think I want to stay here? <laughs> but the crazy thing with my dad he gonna tell us this after the funeral, but he um he was like, you know, I know I knew your mom was gonna pass a year ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. what do you mean oh you knew she was gonna pass? Did y'all have like this whole conversation and just leave us out of it? He said, no, the Lord showed me in a dream three times oh, that, and you know, my dad is the sickly one. My y'all don't know, but my father is he has he has this very bad case of diabetes where he's had a heart attack stroke he's had a kidney transplant two foot amputations his fingers are he only has a total of five fingers between both hands because of neuropathy they started coming off um but my dad's a fighter he's a fighter and it, it, we thought he was gonna go first because of everything that he went through but he said no Gina the Lord showed me three times she was gonna pass away so in the hospital when he was there with her he was hopeful that she would live, but then he was just like, this is what the Lord has shown me already that right. she was going to go. And it's a crazy way how God has a funny way of doing things, because if my dad would have went first, my mom would have went after him because she was so attached to him. And honestly, she was very codependent that she wouldn't have lived. So I wouldn't have had no parents. Right. So God definitely knew 
his timing. You know what I'm saying? He knew he knew what he was doing, and my dad was just like, "You don't ever have to worry about me going anywhere anytime soon." He was just like, "You know, I'm fighting," and he said, "I'm fighting for you guys." And I know my dad's gonna live a very a longer life than what we anticipated but um God has a funny way of doing things and but he are he was already prepared like three times prepared and I said well why didn't you tell us that like you could have shared that with me and my brother but he said God told me not to say anything so he kept it to himself so he was definitely prepared for more than what we were he was definitely prepared oh my gosh yeah that's amazing yeah amazing um and I think that is so, I, I know not everybody has that, that luxury of, and I, and I say luxury, and I, I say that with all sensitivity of knowing ahead of time or feeling mm-hmm. ahead of time, or, you know, I know some people have lost people quickly, quickly out of nowhere with no mm-hmm. kind of preparation. And, um, that is hard in itself, yeah. um, but it's, I'm grateful to God for allowing us to even have a short period of time, a period of time with them. Um, and for us to be able to see certain things ahead of time and feel it ahead of time, you know, um, to kind of help us prepare as best as possible. Yeah. Um, What do you feel is like you've learned about yourself going through so like after losing your mom and after she's transitioned what have you learned about yourself within this it it hasn't even been a full year yet but this this period of time this sounds so simple but I learned that I am built for tough because (laughs) I, I learned that I am stronger than what I thought I was yeah. because you know, my situation, I took blow after blow, even after my mom died, but specifically after she passed away, it was like this grace that God had given me to deal with anything that has been thrown at me. So I realized there was a strength that I had that I didn't even know that I was this strong to deal with something like this. Um, because I've dealt with sick, a sick parent my entire life, but to deal with the death of a parent, I was just like, that's something I really realized about myself. I was like, Gina, you are really strong because you have dealt with your father going in and out of the hospital, him flatlining. You don't know if he's going to go away from here or not. And then you turn around and lose a parent. And then you got to worry about, I'm in another state. Is my dad going to be okay? Like, there is a strength that is in you that when certain situations happen, specifically like losing the person that birthed you and that had a part in making you, it is a strength that you just never know that you had internally that God has literally placed inside your entire existence, seriously. And it made me feel like I can literally conquer the world. I can go through anything and I'm gonna come out on top and I'm gonna be strong. So that's something I definitely discovered. And that's so simple. Cause I know people are thinking like, it's probably something real deep, but normally it's the more simple stuff. It's just like, I can pretty much deal with anything after that. Cause God has just literally. given me this strength. Yeah, literally can do anything. Literally. Oh my gosh. No, you're right. It is, it's that. I think, I know some people might have different answers. People that have gone yeah. through this, but um you're right 
like anytime because it was it's like for you it was blow after blow for me it was blow like literally like yeah bam bam bam, bam, bam right blow after it's like blow. what what literally yeah it felt like what like all like everything was closing in but you're right like that strength um even to this day the things that I mean I deal with things in, in my health and just struggling with that and I, I real I look back to those times saying like yo if I got through that if I got through driving yeah three to four hours a day back and forth trying to like get to hospitals pick it up man like, making sure my dad like having to see watch my father like like literally roll him into a bathroom and make yeah. sure like, all that stuff if we can get through this we we have a strength in us that makes us really unstoppable in yeah. so many ways and so yeah it, but shoot it takes bravery to b- believe that because it's like, yeah. what the heck? For what real. Um, what ways have you been working through it, like practically? Because um, I know day to day, and I don't know if it's the same for you, but day to day, it's different. Some days I'm angry. Some days I'm sad. Some days I laugh. Yeah. But what ways do you, do you work through the grieving process? I love that you said all that because I was just about to say grief makes you bipolar. I'm just telling y'all right now. You're like a bipolar oh schizophrenic somebody, okay? You may have like a few drinks and you may not. Like it makes you very, very everywhere. But one of the things, um, I started grief counseling. Then I stopped because counselors sucked because um, they weren't really, I'm <laughs> just being honest. Can we just be for real? Um, wasn't that great of a counselor, honestly? Um, but one of the things that she did ask me, what is something that you love to do? And I love to go to the gym. And I love to work out. So she said, she asked me, well, how does work, what does working out do for you? I said, it's like therapy. It really is. So one of the things that has been helping me get through this is going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know me, I'm like, I go to the gym four to five to seven times a day if I, if I could. Um, but that is the practical side. That is one of the things that has definitely helped me. And, you know, I was going to the gym before, but sometimes I do two and three a days now because um, for some reason, for the past couple of weeks, it's been a little hard because I've been having, this is something if you do deal with losing a parent or someone very close to you, um, I still have like these dreams with her being in the casket and I hear her screaming in the hospital. And um, sometimes I've been having anxiety attacks. And one of the things I literally do, like I'll just get up and go to the gym. Like I got to go work out. I'll call my trainer and be like, hey, yo, bro, I'm coming at this time. Then I'll come in the middle of the day, especially when I'm off. I usually go sometimes three, four times a day. And people at the gym are now asking me, do you live here? Like, do you have a bed in the back? But I had to explain to them and I hate telling people about this, but I had to explain to them exactly what's been going on. It was like, that's why you're here a whole lot because it definitely relieves stress and um, it helps with the whole grief process. I feel happy. And you know, when you work out, you release endorphins and that stuff really makes you, it, it makes you feel a hell of a lot better. You know what I'm saying? So the practical side, the spiritual side, prayer and literally the one scripture that everybody knows I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me that is one of the scriptures that had I have literally been meditating for a long time and the word strength of course is in there and like I told you that's one of the things that I discovered but um I've really been listening to the word and I've been 
meditating on things that are making me happy and that make me look forward to what's next greatness that's getting ready to happen in life. Not nothing that's going to keep me depressed or, you know, of course the Bible isn't really depressed, but you know, sometimes we can have some woe is me moments, you know what I'm saying? But I have been definitely meditating on things that it's like, Gina, this is what's getting ready to happen in your life. And God is like, I got so much more for you. So even though that happened, I still have more for your life. So your life is not over because when you lose someone like that, you tend to think like, oh God, am I going to go next? Like, is this going to happen to me? Am I going to get sick like that? And God is like, no, I'm still good. And you're going to live a long, prosperous life. That's what I have for your life. Her life is her life. But for you in particular, you have a whole life to live. And um, yeah, that's like the practical and the spiritual life. So as far as that, is doing. So yeah. that is so good. Yeah. All things through Christ that strengthens me. Yeah. Yes. And um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. I wish, I wish like listening to you talk about you in the gym, I'm like, man, I wish I had something like that. Cause my situation, I can't work out that hard. I can yeah. go for walks and stuff like that. And I, I'm still, I think I'm still trying to find something that keeps me sane or focus I have noticed though that like it's funny like the other day I turned on um Martin oh <laughs> because my father used to watch Martin like all the time and just I would just laugh um and then <laughs> just start laughing and then the the reality show it's so funny Chrisley knows best oh yes girl I love that show hilarious but it's in things like that like I turn on things that make me laugh yeah um, and then that used to make him laugh because it makes me remember him not in pain or not in such a low place but like the smile and the laughter and it just it just makes me laugh and it makes me closer and I think that's a good thing that is so good yes and then of course just prayer (laughs) in the Bible girl so I'm crying everything yeah (laughs) No, seriously. Yeah, right. like there's some days, like you said, the bipolar thing is so real because there are some days where it'll just be like, I'll just break down and cry. <laughs> like, right, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's like, what the heck just happened? Right. Um, but yeah, a, a good friend told me he lost, he lost his mom first to cancer. Um, and then his dad, a few years later, um, but he said, you never get over losing the parent. He said, you never get over it. Um, but he said, it, it. you start to manage it and you can manage it in different ways. And you learn wow. how to remember them and um, almost have a monument towards them in different ways in yeah. your heart and your life. And now it's been, it's been 10 plus years, I believe for him. Um, mm. But that stood, that stood with me, you know, and he'll come he'll check. He's like a big brother. He'll check on me and see like, how are you doing now? Like how, are you yeah. Doing but just hearing him, he's like, you know, some days I still see like my mom and I, I'll smile or I'll, it'll make me sad, but I know she's okay, you know, and so those are the things that, that have gotten me through too, Um, but um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up, but I want to know, 
what are you looking forward to now? Like you said, you're moving forward, you're pushing forward and you have life to live. So what are you working on? What are you looking forward to? What do you want to do almost like to honor her? I am looking forward to getting married because my mom, before she left this earth, was beating me over the head about grandkids. And I said, lady, you're gonna get a dog for right now, okay? <laughs> and I have a dog, she's sitting right here. Um, that's your <laughs> granddaughter. But um, that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. And then, you know, I'm still grateful because I still have a parent at the end of the day, right? So um, I'm, I'm ready to get married and have some grandkids. Um, I don't feel like, I feel like when I get married, it's not gonna be like, six months I'll probably get pregnant on my honeymoon I wouldn't be surprised um but that is something <laughs> I am definitely looking forward to I'm looking forward to building my business I, of course she said I have um I have a boutique and it's called all sizes boutique and I'm looking forward to opening up a brick and mortar because I really want an actual flagship store for it so um that's something I'm looking forward to and also I'm um, taking my real like realtor license in the state of Georgia um yeah I'm ready to invest in some stuff I'm ready to build this legacy and this empire that I have always dreamed of um and I want to pay my father's house off and be able to move him in with me if he's willing to move because he's been very stubborn about that but um I'm looking forward to still fulfilling all of God's promises and this is stuff that my mom has always talked about with me and my brother she's always told us to live your dreams, do what God told you to do. And, you know, when we moved away, my brother lives in Los Angeles and I live in Atlanta. But one of the things she told us, you know, she was sad when we moved away. She boohooed and cried. But she told us to make sure you please do what God is telling you to do yeah. for me please don't she always says don't be like me because there were some things she didn't get to fulfill her purpose in a lot of areas so she hounded in us do what God is telling you to do I pray for you every day God is going to give you this and he's going to do this for you you know she's always said that so I am just ready to make her happy <clears throat> excuse me in heaven because I know she's still watching and she's yeah. with me or whatever but I want to fulfill every single purpose um, and to make her happy. And, you know, one of the things she's always said to like, if something ever happened to me, make sure you take care of my husband and I'm going to take care of my dad. Cause he said he ain't getting married again. I said, okay, boy, I, I, okay. I got you for that. So, <laughs> so I guess I'll be your girlfriend. So go ahead and take care of you, bro. So Oh that's something God. I want to fulfill her wishes. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. That is so good. That is so yeah. good. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thank you so. having encouraged me, um, watching you get through it. And um I, it's something it's almost like nobody knows what this feels like until you really go through it. So, yeah, the, fact that's that, so right. the fact that you have courage and you you can see your future, you can see those plans and um it's so good. That is so good. And um is there any advice you want to share with with anybody watching? Um, um don't run away from it cuz it's easy to do that. That is my biggest advice cuz I try to I definitely try to run away. Um, face it. Don't run away from it. It is a part of life. 
Yeah. And that's just being real. And people, we don't talk about this. Another, <coughs> excuse me, practical side of advice. If you do have to go through this stuff, please make sure um, as far as African-Americans, we don't typically want to deal with things like this, but please make sure their funeral plans are together. Please make yes. sure you have life insurance. I know this is not really off topic, but this is advice oh. I want to give mm -hmm. to people. Plan this stuff ahead of time because one of the things we did not have to deal with was trying to figure out how the funeral is going to be um, paid for, trying to figure out how, because burying someone until you dealt with an immediate family member where your hands, not a grandmother, love grandmas. I didn't have to deal with being in the financial aspect of it because she has children that had to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? But when you're the child and you have to deal with helping paying off their estates and dealing with life insurance policies, make sure that stuff is together before you leave this earth, even for yourself, because you will never want to leave your family in a situation where you are in debt from bearing someone because it's yes. very expensive. I mean, extremely. And that's something with my grandmother and my mom we did not have to worry about that at all. It made, it made the grieving process a lot, a heck of a lot easier because yes. we didn't have to grieve with how in the world we going to bury her and pay for this funeral. Like we didn't have to deal with that. It was, um, sorry, I had a phone call. Sorry. I had a phone call come in, It's okay. but, um, Sorry, but um, yeah, that's something that made the grieving process a lot easier. Um, and another thing is just enjoy life. Um, yeah. Nothing's gonna, and don't get in the mindset because it's easy to when you have someone so close that's to you, like the enemy will literally try to attack your mind yeah. and saying, oh, I'm going to take you out next, just like she did her. So I started being anxious and paranoid that I was going to get sick and things were going to happen to me. I cast that down right now you still have a whole entire life to live. And God wants you to live a long and prosperous life. I don't care who passed away that's so close to you. The Bible says that he wants you to live long and he wants you to live prosperous. And he wants you to be in good health even as your soul shall prosper. Okay. And always remember that and believe that, that God is still good and you still have a life ahead of yes, you. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. That is Excellent advice. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so, so, so much. Last thing, just tell people where they can find you, if they can follow you on social media or whatever yeah. it is. And I'll make sure that those links are posted in the description below. But perfect. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at J E A N N A underscore C A R I E. Um, and my boutique online is at A S underscore T I. Q-U-E-A-S-T. So that's where you can find me. And if you're on Facebook, you can find me under Gina Curry, J-E-A-N-N-A-C-A-R-I-E. That's where you can find me. Awesome. Thanks, Gina. Thank you I so love much. You, I, love you. I love you too, sis. I love you. Strong, Thanks, girl. Guys. We, <laughs> we are. We can punch any, not punch anybody. But <laughs> well, maybe. But <laughs> you, up. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, girl. I'll talk to you. Love Take you care. Too. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed this um, and feel free to comment and share um, if you do. Thank you. That was so powerful. Um, 
literally I'm like about to be in tears um, I am so grateful that um, we were able to have this conversation and I, I'm grateful to Gina and I'm grateful to you all for sitting through and watching this conversation if it blessed you if it helped you if it encouraged you um, or you feel as though this conversation can encourage somebody else that you know please feel free to share this um, that's it be brave enough to move forward even through and after grief um, God bless you much love to you take care